Hello, it's your boy Doncho. Welcome back, you guys. And this is actually the first ever Doncho's Domain podcast. And I'm so glad you guys can make it. If you are listening on Patreon, thank you so much for supporting me here. Thank you so much for wanting to tune in here and be part of the community in a whole different type of special way. And I really am glad to see you here. And if you want to talk to me, have any suggestions, everything you want me to bring up, any type of topics, make sure you hit me up on Patreon. You can always message me, and that's what it's there for, you guys. That's what you pay a little special monthly fee for. So make sure you reach out and you do that. But for anyone else listening outside of that, I hope you decide to tune into the Patreon, and I hope you do decide to support the Doncho Hideout um, channel and the Doncho Domain podcast here, you know, saying monetarily. And I would just really love that, you guys. I'm, I'm glad whenever you guys tune in, and I'm glad when you guys come and support. But let's get to it. Let's get to the jazz. Like I said, I'm glad you guys can make it. And I want to introduce a very, very special guest. And the reason this guest is special to me is because I find this person to be very interesting. And I find this person to be a very nice and um, engaging person I've met through the anime community online. And I'm just glad to have met this very special man. And I kind of see him as like a big brother figure in the online community, as crazy as that may sound. So go ahead, Neo. Can you please introduce yourself? Uh, hey, what's up? Um, I'm Neo, I guess, and uh, I shit post on Twitter probably too much to the detriment of my mental health, and I don't really do much else in the online sphere, no YouTube or anything like that, but yeah. He does have a Twitch. I don't know why he didn't mention his Twitch. Yeah, I, st- I stream maybe like once a month if I can bring myself to do it. <laughs> pretty. I mean, I will say, though, as a subscriber, there are some pretty quality streams and everything. Yeah, we have, a, we have a good time. It's just a yeah, you know, they are. full-time job and everything. You got to you gotta, gotta catch me in a rare moment to get me on. Right. right. I mean, you know, but those rare moments, they're rare for a reason. You know, they're great. <laughs> yeah, we have, fun. we have fun over there. We do. We do. But um, like I said, I'm really glad you can make it here, Neo. And um, I just really wanted to bring you on as that first guest because I wanted to kind of always have this type of environment and conversation with you. And I just... You know, um, you're you're someone who has a type of personality where you definitely are yourself and nothing but that, and that makes people gravitate towards you. That you know, and it works very well without you actually trying to make it work. You just do you, and that's why I love it so much. Um, yeah, so it's, I, an, it's an unfortunate thing sometimes. It, it, <laughs> yeah, and you know that is that is the thing. I I hear that a lot with people like like that. You know, in that regard, um, I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not that blessed. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. I'm kind of it, it it just kind of it just kind of happens whether I wanted right. to or not. You know, right. But I will say in my fa- you know it has in my favor. I do appreciate it because it made me want to talk to you, reach out to you, and um you know discuss things with you. And I'm I'm glad to do that. So yeah, really, of course. It's certainly an honor. To be yeah, I'm, well, I'm glad you feel that way. And really a big reason, disclaimer here, you guys, the really, really big reason why I had to bring Neo on for this is because he's not really an anime and manga guy. Um, I, He is, but like, you know, he's not like how you guys probably would think of me or how I'm, you I'm what, the kids, I'm what the kids would call uh, a normie, if you will. Yeah, yeah, a normie, <laughs> you know, the cringiest, lamest term you can yeah. get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you can Yeah, call. it's Anyone like, it, I, I grew up, I grew up watching like the same shit that everybody else did, you know, like uh, started out with like Naruto and Dragon Ball and then like kind of graduated, I guess, to like Bebop and Neon Genesis, you know, whatever, all that crap. Um, but I never like I- I'm not like one of these guys that's like constantly watching like the new seasonals. I gave it a shot. I tried to do it like back in the day. And it's just like everything that came out, I just like didn't care about. So I kind of have like my like handful of of series ziz that I that I really like and really treasure, but it 
it hasn't really gone past that. I think like every year or two, there's something that comes out that'll like catch my eye and I'll be really all about, but doesn't really go past that for me anymore, at least. And you know what? And that's exactly why I wanted to bring you here because I don't think that kind of perspective is given enough light in the community. Um, as much as I am a gatekeeping advocate, I'm going to go ahead and say that now. I am a gatekeeper. Um, so whatever toxic term you want to throw on that, I'm not a gatekeeper when it comes to anime in general. Um, I'm not the type of guy. I'm saying I'm a gatekeeper in terms of I like things to be treated with respect, you know, and kind of kind of sacred to a degree. Not sacred to where, like, you know, some of you get angry and be losing your minds because a lot of y'all be losing your minds. But <laughs> I just mean, like, in terms of just if you want to discuss something, let's have some credibility behind it. You know, let's have some, let's, let's actually feel like you use your brain. Like, you know, and it's kind of like not common in the community at all. I feel like even. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that, I think that a lot of people um, take it on as like almost like a personality, uh, which has just never really been my thing um, to like absorb myself into like one particular xyz and like have that i don't want to say define me because i don't want to put like a negative spin on it like people are free to do whatever the fuck they want as long as they're not bothering anybody but like right uh everybody i know or like i'm around like it feels like they're it's like they're always reading something new or always watching something new and for me it's just like it's never gotten to that to that level where yeah i'm not i'm not that epicurious when it comes to this uh particular medium so so let me ask you then, what is anime and manga to you then? Like, what what does it come off as to you when you think anime and manga, you know? Well, I guess when I was younger, it was like this rare fucking like cool shit that like there was nothing like it ever. Like, you know, cartoons when I was a kid weren't, mm-hmm. you know, didn't have people flying around shooting fucking lasers at each other. <laughs> Uh, so I thought yeah. it was like its own thing, um, but but nowadays it's like it's it's just a Japanese comic book, like it's just a comic book, but in Japan, like that's the it's made by the same kinds of people who make comic books in America or comic books in fucking Britain or whatever. Like it's it's people with big imaginations who craft like these really cool worlds that people are all about. Like it's never, I don't separate it from anything else at this point, which I feel like is the healthiest way to look at it. Not saying everyone should. It's just like what I think is the healthiest way to look at it. It's nothing different. It's nothing elevated. It's nothing like better or worse. It's just like another form of art, just like anything else is really like to me, to me personally, like that's what it is. And I, and, and, you know, and I think what kind of confuses people is I think when things resonate, people start to get confused. Does that, does that make sense? Like if, like if, if comic books resonate with you, you'll start saying you may, you may start saying comic books is the, is the elevated medium above yeah. anime. And yeah, for if sure. you resonate with anime, you and I think that's a lot of what happens. It's just res, you know, how things resonate. Well, there's there's always a temptation for a lot of people to attempt to elevate something that they feel like they True. devoted a lot of time to. So, like exactly. if I. You know, if I play a game, like a particular game, like all the time, and it's like my favorite thing ever, you know, I'm going to be tempted to say like, it's the best game of its kind on the market or 
something like that. And, and, and you know, I'm yeah. I'm weird. I feel like I, mean, I feel like there should be a space for people to say that, man. Like you know, like even, no, even and, if and, and I think I, I think like it's definitely I think it's definitely a valid way to look at it. It's just for me that's never been something that I play. Like if I like something, right. it's good. Like I don't really care what credibility exactly. or whatever and, it's given you know what i mean and that's and that's kind of where i mean when i say there should be a space for that like if someone genuinely like if like if i put 25 hours in a game that character b thinks is the worst game he's ever played but i can really break down to you why this, these mechanics are way deeper than what you're seeing then damn okay cool let me res- let me respect that you kind of get what i'm saying like even if i can yeah. wholeheartedly disagree i just kind of feel like people lose that i don't know i find that so cool for me to like dislike something and then i can come to someone and they're telling me like no bro let me tell you like you didn't even like look at this and then when you break it down to me and now my lenses have been changed i can at least go oh dang okay now i see why you vibe with it and i think that's the whole point of us being people you know what i'm saying like we have different ways of interpreting different ways of feeling different ways of resonating and that's why like i said i want to bring you on here because i feel like as much as I love anime and manga as much as I like just really, I can say it kind of does define me in a way because it has like done things that's made me look at other things a lot differently. Right. I still I love that there's people who can appreciate it and be like, yeah, but it's just like Japanese comic books. Yeah. You know, so and, I don't know. I, I yeah, love that. for sure. And like in, I think everybody has that, that thing for them that kind of like opens their third eye to like, there's more to this than just, um, you know, distracting me or, or providing me entertainment. Like we can actually right. think about these things in a deeper sense. Like for me, it was film. Like that's what it was for mm-hmm. me. Um, you, I, I started, I studied film, a, a little bit of film in college. Like I didn't, I didn't major or minor in, in, in film or any, anything like that. But um, like I took a few film courses and like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know anything more than the average person who <laughs> took a few film courses, but you know, I know a, a little more than I did before. Uh, and my best friend is uh, in real life, you know, not in this uh, imaginary space that we inhabit. Um, <laughs> he is a huge film buff and he actually studied film in college. So I've kind of like absorbed a lot of his right. knowledge just from, you know, knowing him for so long. Um, and that was kind of for me where I started to to be like, OK, well, that's a bad shot or that's a bad camera angle or this dialogue kind of sucks. But yeah, so I mean, for for a lot of people, it it can be anything. Like it can be uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, or it could be uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, or it could be, you know, The Birds, you know, or it could be whatever. Like it could be anything. Um, And you you know, we just got to cut you off. It's funny you said that just because anime kind of made me like decide to start looking at film and all of media kind of like differently. That makes sense. And like, I think that's weird. the best case. I really do. Yeah, because, um, because nothing should be treated with reverence if if you're not treating everything with reverence. That's the way I look at it. So if you're going to say, well, you know, Dragon Ball is just a dumb show about people shooting laser beams at each other. There's no need to talk about like what makes Gohan compelling or interesting or <laughs> why, his, why his fall from grace is 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 actually kind of good maybe in a, in a in a literary sense right not willing to have that discussion then frankly 
you know, I, and this is where all the toxic Twitter side of me will come out. I, I actually don't really give a fuck what you have to say about like basically anything else. If you're not really? willing to have that conversation, if you want to talk about how like this movie that you saw was stupid or like this new Netflix show sucked, but like this other, th- you know, we can't have a talk about whatever pick an anime about like why that was kind of dumb because it's just a dumb show about people punching each other then you know i don't really care because you're 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 being selective and that's what i mean when i say like elevating things right there's there's no elevation in any of this stuff for me like if i have a problem with something or i think it's fucking stupid i'm probably just gonna talk about it like i would anything else well it's the thing about anime that blah 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 it's like i don't care no really but, but, but that's so inaccurate too because it's like None of, I feel like you're you're so you're like you said that doing that elevation it's so limiting to themselves because little do you know this amazing oh Japanese artist got inspired by this American artist <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying like are are like got inspired by this German artist or this Russian yeah. artist and it's so crazy because you because it's like how can you not see if if you were if you're able to do that in depth explanation of this anime how are you missing that you kind of get them say how did you not even how did your eye not also kind of see that corner to start digging at it you know what i mean because that's what happened to me you know when i started getting into you know anime i mean i always was into anime and manga heavy which is what i uh, realized you know later in my life when i started getting deeper into the community when i started talking to more people i started realizing oh I, i've been in anime much longer than people my age you know like i was Eight, nine, actually reading manga, you know, going online, finding sites, and then, you know, and doing stuff like that before people even knew that stuff. I had no clue, though. I thought everybody was doing it. But right. I had no friends, so that's different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, but like, I was just, with me, it was like, like I, as you know, Hunter Hunter is my favorite. As anybody who listening probably knows, Hunter Hunter is my favorite. And that's when I was like, wait, these aren't just comic books. This is when I was like, wait a minute, okay. Maybe there's something wrong going on here. So I started looking into the creators of these works. You get what I'm saying? And then when I started looking into these creators, I realized, oh, these creators, like Togashi loves, his his inspiration for the current arc is freaking aliens. What? You kind of get what I'm saying? Like, that's insane. And like, yeah. doing stuff like that is so cool to me. And it makes me appreciate media because now when I go with my dad and watch Aliens because that's the film, one of the films I grew up watching with him all the time, I can think, now what mindset was one of my favorite writers in when he watched this? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, mm-hmm. and it's all of these different type of things when it comes to media that I feel like anime had awoken me to. Now I can go watch, you know, one of the most boring films ever, Tom, you know, 2000 Space Odyssey and be like, okay, but maybe there's some awesome cinematography behind it instead of it just being three hours of like shots. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like, let, me look, let me look at what else they're doing here. There's, there's more else being done here that takes skill. You get what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, every, I, every I, element of, of a creation is an expression of some sort of technical ability, whether it's exactly. you know, writing or drawing or framing a shot or even like knowing how to edit uh, a scene together. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all skill. And it, I think it doesn't, it doesn't take like an expert to be able to point that out. But I think, um, and a lot of, a lot of people actually talk about this. A lot of film scholars nowadays will talk about this or uh, even directors like, like Martin Scorsese will say that like the, the cultural kind of focus has shifted away from 
enjoying, I mean, he was talking about film in this example, but I think this applies to everything is, um, consuming media rather than experiencing art. Right. So people will look at, uh, a new series on, you know, the Shonen Jump app and they'll be like, okay, well that's, you know, I'll just read it because like, whatever, right. It's a new thing. And, you know, that's like five chapters I can add on my analyst or whatever it is. <laughs> right. But for them, it's if, you know, it, it doesn't go much deeper than that for a lot of people. Or like, I have to watch every seasonal because it's out, not for right. any other reason. And I, that's and just stuff know, I see. And you see it everywhere. It's not like endemic in the anime circle community thing or whatever. It's like everybody does this nowadays. Netflix will drop a show and people will inhale it in two seconds and be like, that was cool. And then they won't think about it for 10 months until the next season comes out. Right. And and it's so weird because then I find myself being the one looking like the nerd when I'm like, okay, but like, did y'all like notice that? And they're like, oh, really? And I'm, they're like, oh, why do you, you know, you be looking real deep about that stuff. And I be looking at my friends like, dang, bro. Like, did y'all watch it though? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it is like, it's, I'm not even thinking I'm saying anything deep. I'm just bringing up something that I just noticed. And I'm hoping maybe me bringing it up, you'll give me a deeper thought or maybe, you know what I'm saying? And it's weird, like, how I've, like you said, like, like what he said, or, you know, like who you're quoting, that everything is more so, let me just ingest it. And I feel like even now people try to twist even that saying, you know, that core value where they're like, one piece is a good example of that, where they're like, oh, you guys don't want to, watch these thousand episodes of One Piece, but you guys say that you want a long show, you're just trying to watch to say you're watching. I'm like, yeah, but then some people also like don't want to commit to something. You know what I'm saying? Like some people really genuinely yeah. don't want to go into me- uh, media and commit to it right now. People well, have me. lives. I, that's that's you me know what I'm saying? to a T like, is like, I, I, if, if I had never seen One Piece, like, and I was the same person I am right now, like, I would not start it. Yeah. At all. Like, I mean, that's just who I am. That's daunting. Like, like, I mean, yeah. Like, and, and people will be like, well, like, there's, you know, you're not on a timetable or, you know, you can finish it wherever, but it's like, okay, well, some people like to experience yeah. things, right? And right. It's not like finishing, it's not like finishing something just to check it off of a list for me. It's like, I would like to know everything about the story and the world or the, mm-hmm. the characters, whatever. And like the longer something is, the the more that is on your plate, right? So yeah. if, if let's say, you know, I, let's say I'm normal human XYZ, right? What's out right, right now? Loki just dropped. So I want to watch Loki. Um, what else? The new season of Lucifer is out on Netflix. So that's another like 12 episodes of something that I have to watch. So Loki's going to come out weekly. Lucifer, they dropped all the episodes at once. There's like two new movies coming out on Netflix every fucking week at this point. Um, there's a bunch of an- seasonal anime that are dropping all the time that maybe I have an interest in. Shonen Jump chapters, new video games. And then on top of that, you drop, you, you know, on my plate, let's say a thousand episodes of something that just by virtue of being a part of like the online anime community or just any online community really that, that discusses like media, I probably know a lot of stuff about already. So like, what is it, what is really in it for me? Mm-hmm. 
And mm-hmm. I tell people that, you know, and it's like when some people tell me like they want a long series to get into and I say one piece and I'm like, that's too long. I'm like, okay, well, you got to define long. You got to get on saying, you know, you got to define long. Yeah. But then I get that entirely when someone just is like, I, I want something new to get into. And that's kind of why I reached because because I know you're that type of person. Neo, I said, OK, I need you to watch the nevers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, well, I, I have recommended. Cool. I had yeah. recommended a show to a friend um, that I think I've talked to you about before. It's called Justified. And each season yeah. is like 12 episodes and they're about 45 minutes long and there's six seasons. So that's like six seasons of like 12, basically 12 episodes each or something okay. like that. Um, which like to me, because it's a lot easier to cons- just by virtue of the English language, it's a lot easier to consume English speaking media passively than it is. Anime. Anime requires your full attention if you want to read, mm-hmm. keep up, presuming you're watching subbed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you're watching something like Justified or The Office, you're on a binge, right? You can be on your phone while you're doing that. You can do the dishes. You can, you know, talk about something very quickly without, like, tearing your focus away from reading what's on the screen. Like, my friend was like, well, that's, that's like six seasons. That's a lot. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I guess it might be to some people. And then I was like, okay, like, that's it. And for me, that's right. the conversation. That's all it needs to be. It's exactly. Like, it's long for you? Okay. I, no skin off my back. I already saw the shit, so, and I thought it was awesome. So like, right. <laughs> uh, my, my work is done as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. After that, I'm that same person where I just be like, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be fair. Like, I love recommending stuff to people. I love giving someone something new to enjoy. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm big on like, okay, but like, what do you like? What is your taste? What's long enough for you? What's short enough for you? What's like, <laughs> like I'm that person. Like, yeah, for I'll, sure. I'll go, I'll straight go 20 questions. And I'm like, okay, well then if I find, now that I know those answers to those 20 questions, once something marks at least maybe 12, 15 of them, maybe just, or just 10, depending on how good it is, I'll bring it to your attention. I'm like, what you know, I because I just love doing stuff like that. And I feel like there are people out there who are really passionate about re- recommending things, but they just don't have the, that same type of mentality well, for it. You know what I'm saying? You have to ask yourself, a lot of people have to ask themselves this question, is why do I recommend things to people? So, and this is something that I struggle with a lot, like in my personal life, where mm-hmm. If it's like my best friend or, you know, my girlfriend, right? Right. You have to ask yourself, like, why am I telling them about this thing? Am I telling them about this thing for me or am I telling about them, them about this thing for them? So early on, like just using my like romantic relationship as an example, like uh, I didn't really know, like what specific like keeping it on anime like what my girlfriend was into like i knew what shows she liked you know back from back Mm -hmm. in the day but then it was like you know i would if she was over i was watching the weekly one piece like she would watch it with me wasn't really her jam so i kind of picked up on that like okay maybe like that is intimidating the the length or maybe like it'll just be a project in the future (laughs) (laughs) Um, then you kind of you you know my hero was the big turning point like that came out and she really liked it. So I kind of used that as like a baseline, at least when it came to like Shonen and stuff like that. So like when Jujutsu Kaisen came out, I do find a lot of similarities in the two of them. I was like, okay, well maybe she'll like this. Maybe this would be something that she enjoys. 
it turns out I was right. You know what I mean? So it's just, I, I, when I recommend things to people, it, it's, it used to be because it was convenient to have people around me who liked what I liked. It's right, just convenient right. in almost every sense, right? You think about it just utilitarian wise, like that brings me joy and entertainment because people around me are engaged in the same types of things I am. When you grow up a little bit, you realize that that's not really realistic. So when I recommend people things, it's because I think there's at least some aspect of the thing that they might enjoy, right? If, if I know somebody likes good art in a manga, maybe I'll recommend them Hinamaru Sumo. I, I might not know if they're going to like anything else about it, but it's got good art. That? Right. Yeah, so, nice, you know, and for me, it's it, it's kind of transitioned away, you know, as I've as I've grown older, like it, it's got to be for the other person. And I feel like a lot of these younger. I sound like such a f- old fuck. Holy shit. Like a lot of these kids <laughs> on on anime Twitter, like it, it's. It's about validating their choice, you know, the right. horse act like this. I like this thing. So this person's going to like this thing because I know them and they know. You know, they like me. So if they don't like the show, they probably don't like me. Right. I, you, I, it's crazy because for me, I'm kind of like, I, I guess I'm, I'm probably, I guess I can say I'm balanced because I kind of like recommending stuff for people and also like recommending stuff for me because I like being known as someone that you can come to. Like, do you know a new anime I would like or a new manga that I might like? And I could be like, yeah, even if it's one that I don't like. Like, for example, like some, one of my friends, recently was getting into like anime and was like i know they're a gamer as well so i was like oh you might like sword art online i can't stand it but you might like it they love it cool you know like stuff like that i'm really into like just giving people stuff that i feel like oh you're gonna like this experience and you're gonna come into it even if you're like especially if you're new to the anime world i don't care if you come in and you like black clover i can't i I, like black clover makes my skin crawl but this got you in the anime cool what you want you want black clover shirts blankets like like i I don't care like i'm that type of person i don't know i I just love like knowing that you're 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 getting into something that's in the medium that i enjoy and that you know you're you're liking it even whether it's all of a sudden you want to be into film or maybe you want to start watching political shows because i watch them or maybe you're into documentaries now because you watch one good documentary with me out of the 10 you watch with me i'm like i'm like that as well you know yeah um, and so it, I just because I find it really cool because then people can go and explore medium in a way you didn't explore, and then they can come back to you like, "Yo, so did you see this? Nah, hold on, what's that? You kind of get what I'm saying, and it's and it becomes this, you know, breed like you said, you do bring people around because it's like you know it's comfortable, but then I like you said, it really is cool when you just let someone know of something they may like, and then maybe they bring something to you, you know, stuff like that or. You know, I don't know. It's it's really interesting, but yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, in that sense, you know, to tie it back to the original question, like that is pretty much all um, anime and manga are to me. It's just like another form of art. It's not anything like lesser or greater, or really anything else. It's just another thing, which I feel like is like not as common of a view as it should be. Maybe right. it's. Maybe it may, and maybe this is just me like missing something, but I think I see a lot of people talk about this stuff like it is kind of greater than in a sense. And I, I, I'm sure there are pieces of this medium that are greater than other pieces of other mediums. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's just, it's just people creating shit, you know, good stuff, bad stuff, whatever stuff. 
like mm-hmm. like you like like you said earlier, you hit the nail on the head when it's just resonating, you know. And I think like that lets like will perfectly leads to my second topic that I want to discuss is when that stuff becomes too much because I like you said it does become too much sometimes, you know. Like it is too much. You're analyzing it. It is too much. You're you're trying to look for the quote unquote deeper meaning when sometimes people create shit for fun. You you know like that stuff happens stuff gets created like isekai for example i love the isekai genre and people tell me oh that must be your guilty pleasure no i feel no guilt watching isekai i feel no guilt telling you i love <laughs> isekai. that's the um that's like the other world shit right yeah yeah you being sent to the other world it's like i mean yeah. they're, they're just fun that's and it's funny that the fun thing is that it's a genre that purposefully breaks the fourth wall. It's a it's a fourth wall breaking genre. That's what it does. Sometimes there's some that going to go against the grain and be a real strict. It's an isekai, you know. It's a it's a story. It'll be genuine. But a lot of them, it is fourth wall breaking, and it's oh great, now I'm the MC of an isekai story, or you know some you know something crazy like that. And they're supposed to be like that. There, it's a genre aware of its tropes. And so now it's transformed into, okay, now we're going to kind of make fun of these tropes or we're going to just have straight fun with them. And I think because, like you said, everyone wants to treat anime like it's this grand, elevated medium, now there's this dialogue of, oh, anime's oversaturated. Who are you? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, who are you? What do you mean it's oversaturated? You probably ain't even seen half of the shit that's out. You know, like, you you ain't even... You when I say seen, I don't even mean watch. I mean like you probably ain't even seen promo photos, let alone you know what I'm saying. Like, how can you even define what's oversaturated, or even define what the quality of these things? Because you watched five that you didn't like, out of, and then you caught three that you thought were great. You you know that's it's this very weird, you know, and then especially when we go into this whole '90s and golden age, and I think the whole golden age term gets slapped on stuff a little you know, either too soon or kind of... A little liberally. Yeah, yeah, like, it's a little... I think it's, I think the golden age stuff gets slapped on by the people who were creating the golden age stuff. You kind of get what I'm saying? Like, right. y'all kind of told us y'all were that. And, you know, and even though as much as I can respect it, because, yes, back in the day, everything mostly being hand-drawn animations was a lot of technical skill. A lot of it was very beautiful. You know, there was a lot of film photography, mean, a lot of old school photography, you know, cinematography tapped in. But that is back then. And when you look at stuff now, it still does it. It's just styles change, people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and if you have like this feeling of you like this style more than others, that goes kind of back to subjectivity. And since I don't have no degree, you know, <laughs> on these topics, and right. people, most people who I'm talking to don't have degrees on these topics, we kind of got to slow our rolls. You know what I mean? That's just kind of yeah. how I start to I start to feel about you know, and I and I mean I, th- I have a degree in writing, but that's not I still don't feel like that's the same thing. You know what I mean? I feel like that only helps me understand the true definition of a masterpiece, and the true definition of a masterpiece is something that can convey to you with feelings, can convey to you what the creator is trying to make. With you know what I'm saying, and a lot of work, a lot of art does that. You got know what I'm saying, and, and I don't think people really get that. You know, I, so I just really. You kind of already expressed your take, but I just wanted to talk a little more about that pretty much. Yeah, I mean, for me, when critique, um, personally for me, I should say, when critique goes too far is, or analyzing goes too far is, I never want 
my observations to get in the way of my fun. I think that there is a, and it's totally valid that, that people do this. It's just not how I roll is, um, if something is got elements that are not good or annoying or bad, technically, right. Mm -hmm. We can't appreciate it as like good fun art art still art even though it's not like technically perfect in every sense mm -hmm. uh so i mean examples of these things that i i mean a, a good one for me is it's not an anime well it might be it's just a live action anime is the fast and furious movies <laughs> so these are like ridiculous films with not mm -hmm. great acting um and like questionable like hand-to-hand -hand action like it's not fantastic but it's it's not like bad it's just like fine i guess right, like right. The, stunt, the stunt work and like the creativity and like the overall writing of the story is engaging and fun and mm -hmm. i just think they're a blast i think they're fantastic and i think that you know if i could find a if i could think of like an anime that would be comparable to that i feel like it would just be like Black Clover, probably. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Black where you know there are definitely elements of that that are probably good, right? That are probably mm -hmm. enjoyable. I'm sure the character, are. characters that are cool. There are. Um, like maybe the story is kind of like I and I'm just kind of being super vague because I I don't I haven't read it in like so long. I, I was in college the last time I read a Black Clover chapter. Um, but like it's just kind of unanimously decided as like dog trash, like shit by like uh, anybody who doesn't have like a Clover in their display name on, on Twitter. And I just think that it's, it's interesting that um, the, I think that's when it becomes too much is that when like, we can't just be like, this is fun or good. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like technically perfect in every way to, or maybe not even perfect, just technically like great or good even um, in every way. Like Naruto was another good example of this. I think that got it almost got completely disowned by anyone without like a leaf or whatever in their bio uh, because uh, the ending was kind of weird, I guess. Like people just wrote it off and was like, oh, it's bad now. It's terrible. Uh, and I saw that happen in real time. Uh, yeah, same. When that, when that dropped. Um, so I think that, and it's just with anything is like analyzing for me becomes a little too much when it gets in the way of me having a good time. Um, if I go see a movie like Jurassic World or Fast and Furious, uh, or like the new Star Wars movies, like, I think that they're all just kind of like big, loud, fun blockbusters that are like visually impressive. And like, maybe the characters don't need to be there that much or they're not that interesting <laughs> but like i'm having a good time like i saw this come up with like the godzilla versus kong like everybody was like we don't need humans in these movies and i was like do you understand how fucking insane like two hours of just godzilla and kong fighting would be like i would i would need a nap after that literally I would need a nap. That would be fucking exhausting. It would get boring. It would get boring after 45 minutes. 
Um, and so I think that some, there's this weird blend of like, I know what's best. And even if I like have no fucking idea what I'm talking about from a technical sense, like if it doesn't give me exactly what I want, it's bad. And I feel like that's not really analyzing, but that's kind of what it's become in almost every medium at this point. If you're not like a verified critic. Um, I agree. Yeah. Fun and critique. Like if it gets in the way of my fun, that's, that's when I kind of shut it off. Like, I don't rate things anymore with numbers or, or stars. I don't do it. You know, I just give my thought. I give brief thoughts. Nothing's good or bad. Um, I just talk about it. Right. And if I like something, you can probably infer that I think it's good, but I, I'll never flat out say like, this is the best thing ever. Or like, this is dog shit trash. <laughs> I, I, you'll see it a lot. Like if you look back at some of the, I don't drop opinions on shit often on Twitter, but like, I, I'll say like, this was a lot of fun. Like that's what I said about army of dead. And I was like, this movie was a lot of fun. That's what right. I said. Right. You know? Yep. So yeah. yeah. I had that, to do that. With, um, <clears throat> I did it with star Wars, the new star Wars trilogy, man. I had to just go, um, they're very visually appealing. <laughs> yeah. There. And, you know, because I couldn't, I want to say stuff, but, you know, because it will be looked at as critiquing. And you know what I also find is that because of who I am and how I approach things, I think people will think I critique everything I consume, right? So when there's I tell a lot them, of, I, there's a lot of people like who I feel get that treatment on in, in our neighborhood, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not going to name names, but I have a. I would call him an acquaintance who I, I think gets this treatment particularly rough. Um, and, you know, I've talked to him one-on-one. He's just a good dude. You know, he just kind of like the stuff he tweets about, like if he like if he doesn't like it, he's just going to be honest about it. He's going to be blunt right. about it. Um, you know, and, and I've talked to him. Like, I know that he can just like watch stuff and be like, Oh fuck, this is awesome. And he doesn't have to write like an essay about it, but you know, it's just, People form opinions about how other people consume shit. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it 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 is it's actually really, really weird. Especially for someone like me who like I can't even tell you I can't even tell you, bro, I think that shit's dog shit. And then people be like, Why are you so angry? I be like, bro, I just I just think it's dog shit. Why I gotta be angry? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, it's so crazy. Like I just feel I hate when people not even really hate it. I don't really care no more. Well, I never I never truly care. But when people try to like lay claim on my emotion or tell me how I'm feeling. I'm like, bro, I have the ability to say something without, you know, I can say something negative yeah, without that's feeling the, I mean, negative. that's the internet. You're always, you're, yeah. you're either always mad or whatever. Like, that's what I'm saying. So I'll be sitting there like, damn, bro, I just want to just explain, I just want to just say how I think this shit's bad. You know, I like, when I, when I first tried to say like, you know, oh, I think, you know, the Star Wars trilogy really is just fucking a repeat of the shit I watched when I was a kid. So what the fuck is this? I get this whole breakdown of like people arguing me about why it's great, and I'm like, okay, like I get that, but no, and I and I can't say that because if I say that, I'm the guy that's ignoring what you have to say. But you entirely ignored my initial tweet. You kind of get you kind of get what I'm saying, and yeah. it becomes like this really this loop of like, okay, now I have to just tell you shut the fuck up because that's what I'm gonna do. I'm I'll just be honest. I just start saying shut up and then move on. And then you can say whatever after, and I'm just gonna move on. Cause you know, I'm just letting you know how I feel. I kind, I gotta work on that. But that's just 
that's just kind of what I've how I've been raised, you know, kind of want to leave me the fuck alone and keep moving deal. So I got to work on that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I mean, I, if if I say something and people like get on me about, it, I just ignore it. So I, I maybe I'm on like a higher plane at, at this point than than you, oh, so to speak. But for sure. I, just, Cause, cause, I mean, I ignore stuff, but sometimes yeah. like not even and it and it's never like even out of an anger. Like sometimes, and that's what's so crazy is that that's why I really do kind of love myself because I'm able to just. Say what I think without it being some heavy emotion attack. Not that I'm a detached human. You kind of get what I'm saying, but I just feel like I could just be like, bro, I think what you're saying just makes just doesn't fucking matter right now. Where, yeah. however, whatever um, emotion you want to attach, whatever intellect you want to attach to that, whatever you think, cool. But I just genuinely just am letting you know I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I'm trying yeah. to, and I'm trying to save you your energy. But you, but you know, but. Maybe I just got to stop doing that. I just got to just let people do what they do. That's my problem. You know, I ain't no point trying to make somebody save their own energy. You, you just, leave, just leave it be, but... Baby steps. You know, it is. It is. I'm trying to... You know, I'm working on myself, B. I'm working on myself. <laughs> step by step. This podcast is the beginning of it. Doing bigger things. Um, But yeah, I just that's really all it was. I just wanted to really just get your take on the critiquing and stuff like that. And there was another really big topic, topic I want to talk about is um sociology within... um anime and the manga community because i know that's what you got your degree in am i correct am i i'm not wrong right um sociology political science criminology and a little philosophy so i've been around the block okay 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 making sure i knew i knew it was a good little mix there and really specifically i just wanted to talk about what's really been going on recently um with you know with the unfortunate news of you know the berserk mangaka's death and things of that nature going on. And really, I want to, it's weird, I've always wanted to do like, I guess a case study you could say, or just my own personal like survey I wish if I had powers or the ability or the resources. I just really want to know like, is there a such thing as consumer entitlement, right? I don't know if this is like a true term. I yes. don't know. If this I mean, is- a short answer, yeah. It, yeah. It is. Is there such okay. a thing as this, whether it's called that or not? Yes, absolutely. Okay, that's what I want to know, whether absolutely. it was called this or not. Okay. Because I don't, know, I don't just- know the name of it, but I think consumer entitlement is a pretty good start. I mean. Okay. Because it's just this really weird thing that I've never felt, like could never even you know, you always put, try to put your feet in the people's shoes and you try to understand what people think. So like, yes, you can. You know, so of course, some things we don't do that on the extreme levels. But, you know, you try to get to understand people. And I never got, like, this feeling of, like, but I guess betrayal or, or pain or... I don't know what feeling you get attached oh, to when, you like, step- a Mugapa goes on hiatus or whenever they... Well, I yeah, don't know. Well, I don't to, know what to talk about it, we, we kind of have to take a step back. Um, for a second and and kind of reframe it, I think. So I don't think consumer entitlement would be the best way to put it. I mean, it's a good start, like I said, but um, it is a mismanagement of expectation and it is a kind of expected contract between consumer and creator. Uh, And contextually, when we look at it under a certain lens, right? And I'll use three examples in various extremes. Um, So the first one would be Oda, the mangaka of One Piece. The second one would be 
Help me out. Hunter Hunter. Togashi. Togashi. Togashi, yes. And the third um, is kind of like a double-sided coin, which would be Kentaro Miura, the uh, late creator of Berserk. So, talking about Oda, um, he has created this uh, series, One Piece, for many, many years. Uh, and every once in a while, he'll get in these ruts of physical health, where he is not particularly sick. You know, he doesn't. It's not like he has cancer or uh, a really bad cold, but he gets physically run down and exhausted because of his demanding work schedule. And I still believe that I think he's still a smoker. He may have quit. I can't imagine that he did. I mean, it's an insanely stressful life. You need that. Right. Um, so there'll be times where he'll take like two week breaks or three week breaks, or he'll take like a whole month off, like interspersed very rarely throughout his career. And you'll examine fan reaction to that. And it's usually a a handful mix of, um, take all the time you need, feel better. And you know, the other side of fuck, there's no one piece this week. Um, and then we'll, we'll come back to that, but going to Togashi, right. Who is, I think a far more extreme example of, uh, hiatus, hiatus, uh, is he will take months, years, even, I think, have we reached years or just a year, um, to, to release a chapter because of a well fairly well-documented from, from what I understand, fairly well-documented, um, chronic condition where he's in a lot of pain. Um, and the reaction to that is a lot different. So instead of the shift being to one side that we would expect, which would be, oh my goodness, you know, take all the time you need. That's awful. I feel like the majority reaction, of course, I have no data other than what I see, uh, you know, just anecdotally, um, it, it shifts to like jokes or, oh my God, this is never going to end. Or he's just fucking around, like playing video games and like getting BJs and shit, just hanging out. Um, and I think Miura occupied to to move to example three occupied a very similar space to Tagashi. Mm-hmm. And I think they're almost two sides of the same coin. They, they experience the same jokes. They experience the same, he's probably just fucking around. Um, and I think Togashi got this too, but what I saw a lot with Miura was like, he's work, he's not working on berserk, but he is working on other stuff. So maybe he just doesn't care about Berserk anymore. Maybe he's lost his passion. Mm-hmm. I don't see that as much with Togashi. So like, if that is a thing, feel free to, you know, correct oh, me. Oh, Togashi hasn't worked on anything, you know. I mean, he's yeah, helped, no, but I'm, I'm saying like the, you know, people haven't been. people haven't said like he doesn't care about Hunter Hunter anymore. I, I've oh, never seen say anyone that. say that. Okay, oh, they, well, sure. Oh, they do. They do. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So even though he's literally said he's he's either going to finish it or die, which is insane. I don't even know how. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so when so Miura was in that same space um 
as, as Togashi and, and Oda has never really gotten to that point, you know, where he's taking that, that many long breaks, but the reaction is always drastically different. Um, when it comes to, to artists taking a break. So the way that I kind of look at this is it's an expected contracted delivery between consumer and creator. So Oda is reliably delivering the only thing that people expect, um, which is a chapter or two. Um, and if that ever stops for any reason, it's typically very brief. So people say, okay, feel better and get back to giving me what I want. Right. I mean, in the purest scientific sense to remove all like empathy and sympathy from it, that's exactly what it is. That pretty much what it is. Dust, your, dust yourself off and get back to, you know, work giving right. me what I want. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think Togashi probably and Miura had that, you know, go on for a while because, you know, chronic pain isn't really, it's not cancer. Right. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. Uh, people just say like, okay, just, you know, he's just playing Dragon Quest or whatever. I've seen those jokes. Um, <laughs> I imagine like if today the mangaka of My Hero Academia tweeted out like, oh, I'm, I'm very ill and I need to take two months off, right? You would see, you know, outpouring of support and all this like this, that, and the other sympathy and stuff like that. Um, but that would vanish. That, that would be my guess just oh, from an I experience. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think like when it all starts out, right. It, it's a, it's a thing, right. everyone feels it, you know, well, kind of sucks. We're not getting a chapter, but this is my guy. He's making stuff I like. So hang in there, feel better, you know, and maybe in a month you can get back to giving me what I want. Um, and when that, kind of contract is breached, right? They fail to deliver, they lose credibility, right? They lose that grace that, that people would be extended typically. Um, and I don't think Miura had like a super public health reason uh, for, for not doing Berserk. Um, yeah, no, I, his, his stuff was, it was, um, health related, but it also was even his mentality at one no, point. No, but I mean like public, it, like we didn't know the exact, um. Oh yeah, reason. yeah, yeah. We didn't know the exact, exact reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah Togashi, Togashi, like specifically, we know that he suffers from a chronic pain condition right, of some exactly. kind, right? Which is very, mm -hmm. like, you can put your finger on it and exactly know what he's probably dealing with. Mirror, we had no idea. Um, but what was interesting is when he passed away, um, like instant gear change, right? Mm -hmm. So we've instantly shifted from, he doesn't care anymore. There's no passion. He's not giving me what I want. And of course, you know, Berserk had its supporters and like people who were not involved in this, obviously. This is a this is a magnifying glass of people that mm -hmm. even bother to talk about this crap. Um the the gear shift was interesting. It was like right away to like, you know, oh, well, this is why we shouldn't make chaotic jokes, or this is why you never know what Some somebody's people going make through. Them. Yeah, That's sure. Right. Yeah. That's and interesting. Thing. Well, it's a, it's it's all a show. 
So what I noticed was the, the value system shifted from it's no longer a contract, it's a relationship. So, so now instead of looking at it as like a very understood relationship between the person buying the art and the person making the art, it's now like, oh, well, this guy's like, he like created something that means a lot to me. So I, f- I feel bad that he's gone and, and he was in pain or, or, or whatever it is. But it's interesting that that's not there before for, I would say, and, like the majority of the people that talk about, even bother to talk about this stuff. Because I and don't. That's what I was going to say. Like, because for me, and you would think even to tie into even the conversation, we, conversations we've been having before this, for y'all to be so analytical, for y'all to claim anime and manga so elevated, for y'all to do all of these things, y'all leave, y'all have no respect for the people that created it. Like, and I, know, and I know I'm speaking specifically for the people who, you know, do these things. I'm not trying to speak, speak on everyone, even though I do feel like even as a community, there isn't enough of a, like, a hammering because we see people hammer for everything else. You kind of get what yeah. I'm saying? We for see sure. people hammer for everything else as a community. But then when it comes to the hiatus jokes, anyone who takes them seriously as in, why do y'all do that? They're looked at as, why do you take anime and manga so seriously? Dude, you was just telling me how you cried watching this show the other day. Well, so if you just cried watching a show, you kind of get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for sure. A- but I think the important thing that's always lost is that um, these are humans. That's these what I'm saying. Beings. Yeah. So um, there, there's an element of, of respect and grace that I, I think is um, absent. Um, where, and it's of all, you know, it's all the internet, it's all the internet's fault. Just sociologically speaking, the internet gives people way too much power, uh, and way too much freedom to just talk shit and being an annoying little snot. It's just the Mm -hmm. cruel reality of the simulation we all live in. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's the big part of it really is, is that he's never going to see it. So I can make a joke about how he's, you know, doing whatever and doesn't care. And it, it's not going to affect anything. It's not real. Right. Which, like, you know, imagine if I was tweeting on a, on a page, you know, a private page about you. And, well, he's never going to see it. So it's not real. Right? Yeah. Like, I get that. Well, that's kind of a stupid thing to say, don't you think? It's very, yeah. it's so, very. For me, I, you know, have I ever like snickered at a clever hiatus joke? Probably. But I think just on principle, I wouldn't go out of my way to make one. And also, I don't expect anything from any of these guys. Like, you just, know, I don't, I, I, I don't. If one piece, right, I literally I had said it. If one, if one piece ended tomorrow and Oda was like, Sorry, I'm canceling this forever. I just want to go to bed. I'd be like, okay, good. Go Enjoy to bed. Your <laughs> Enjoy like, your dreams, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the end of it. Period. You know, that's it. One of my favorite shows, you know, like television dramas, the uh, Criminal Minds. The one of the main actors on the early seasons had to leave the show because it was like. Yeah fucking with his mind like he wasn't enjoying it like it was it it was hard for him just because the material was so heavy and 
everyone tried to put like, oh, he got, he was like, you know, he was, he's being a drama queen about it or stuff like that. But it's like, dude, like he doesn't owe anyone anything to do this. Right. Yes, like, exactly. so, so for me, that, that's, that's my thing about it. I just don't think that, and, and this just like criticism can go way too far. I, I, people, you should not deify these people. They're, they're not gods. They just wrote a book. Yes. But, you know, they are people like I, I it may have even been you that I saw somebody saying this to where they were yelling at you for like. Calling the mangaka of of Jujutsu Kaisen by like their first name. Yes. Oh, my God. I was like, like are you insane? Like <laughs> in, in, in Japanese culture, it's like disrespectful to refer people by first name. You need to call them by their last name or their surname, rather. And and. I understand the intent, but like, what? what are you talking about right yeah, now? Come on. I literally, I literally quote retweeted what I literally quote retweeted with a screenshot of my tweet prior, and it said, "I don't even think you know what you're talking about right now." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you're just saying something to say something. You kind of get what I'm saying because if because if Akutami read it and, and seeing this as an, a, a Japanese man, and I'm knowing I'm an American, I'm typing in English. They know I'm not saying Akutami son. They probably will look at me like, look at this weed saying Akutami. You <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, come on, like, let's be real here. And sometimes I say Akutami instead of gay gay. I go back and forth because you know, we just I just do that. American, yeah. you know, English ain't nothing but but language is mixed anyway. But, <laughs> but it's just, yeah, it's so I, I think that's not so seriously. So I think that the it's crafted almost this weird kind of mutation of a parasocial relationship where you either deify these people and you think they're like your best friend who like saved your life. Um, and you love everything that they do and anybody criticizing the work is criticizing the author or blah, 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 blah. Or it's like this weird demented like contract where like anyone who's not giving you what you want is you know a hack or they're they they don't care anymore or they're it's just very fucking strange to me as it, it is somebody on the outside of all of this crap um well, that, Leo, i'll say yeah. as somebody on the inside it looks very strange i'm genuinely i think it's very strange yeah but like not to not to like like come off as like a dick about it, but like that you're in the minority. Like the the people. Oh no! Yeah, like, sure. The people who like. So like, it doesn't mean that much to to when like all my friends who are on this hell site or this community are, are like, yeah, it's weird. But it's like, dude, I see people like like hundreds of thousands of, of likes and, and interactions and stuff like that, that are just like clout farming off of like a Togashi dragon quest joke or like a, you know, Miura joke or whatever it is. Yeah. It's just, no, it's just fucking weird. It's just super it, weird to me. But you see, but you got it. But that's the thing, Neo, if, if you even remember this, that's kind of what made people start disliking me within the community is because I was the one to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Or, why are you bitching? Or like, if I see like if I see you post a picture like Togashi sketch pages and you say something trying to be funny or you say something like thinking you're clever, I'm like, so what's the joke about a man being in a hospital trying to get some content out? Like, what's the joke? It is, so it is interesting to me. Um, 
the the disparity and reverence applied to those god awful Akutami pages in the last chapter versus the god awful Hunter Hunter pages that make the rounds. That was very fascinating for me to see. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? And, it, um, and it, it's so funny because it's, oh, go on, we'll cut you off. Were you going to say something? No, I, I just, oh. I was, yeah, no. Okay, I, I, it's just so funny to me because since Akutami is a huge Hunter Hunter fan and even has specifically said they try their best to get their art similar to Togashi, I really just was wondering what, what was going to happen. Now, part of me was going to, I already kind of predicted it. Why I say, I was saying to my RRLs, one, my, my, one of my close friends, I said, People are going to, there's going to be the minority of people who are going to say something funny in relation to Togashi, and then people are going to attack them and make them say they're a really terrible person, right? Yeah, well, it, because what of you way, have to consider about the the pages that Gege had that everybody was like, it was like a week after Miura had passed away. So if Miura okay. hadn't passed away, I think that those pages would have been treated a very different way. I think and everybody was, was putting on a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, sorry, I didn't mean to kind of pull nope. the rug out from underneath you, but... No, you're fine. You're <laughs> fine. That's, that was what I was going to say. Like, I just... I, I told him, I was like, they're going to act like, oh, these people, the people who make the jokes are so terrible. They're so da 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 because that's the facade. And then everybody's going to run to the, what happened to the please respect Mangaku wave? And I already kind of... I just seen the show. You know what I'm saying? The script. I already knew the script was going to be before it happened. It's, it's all... Yeah, it's all, it's all very calculated. I, I would agree. And, it, and it's just like... And it's and it's really necromancy because, you know, people do that in all media. You know, people become, you know, super worshipped, you know, for the thing that they did once they're no longer here. And I think because of my upbringing and the way that, you know, my, my father kind of raised me, he had this mentality of because he didn't have his father, you know, his dad died when he was two years old. So he had this mentality of appreciating people while they're here. And that was something he's always kind of like instilled in me, which as I noticed now that I'm getting older. So like looking back, when I first got into Hunter Hunter, right, it wasn't through the manga, it was through the anime, which is why I think the Togashi disrespect is so interesting because I don't think the con you know, the contract idea it kind of barely applies to a lot of these people when it comes to Togashi. Because y'all were... Hunter Hunter started in 1997. When the 2011 anime started, it was on hiatus. So y'all weren't... You kind of get into... Y'all weren't getting chapters. All y'all know is the anime that adapted manga chapters that was done before y'all even heard of a Hunter Hunter. You kind of get what I'm saying? So it's so it's a very weird thing where... When people make the jokes and they bring this stuff up, I'm like, you weren't even around when the man was in the hospital dropping this. And the only reason I know is because, like you said, Neo, it's some very well-documented information about what he was going through. So if so, all this, all the things y'all say, for you to Google Togashi Bad page, it's hilarious because the page you saved that from was probably an article explaining the stuff he went through. And that's what's insane. You kind of get what I'm saying? Like you're, right. you're you're saving the page from an article explaining what he's going through to discredit him. Whoa. <laughs> it's this yeah. weird, like, and for me as someone, it, not even as a fan, on a fan, it's like a double, but as a kind of, as a writer myself, and as someone who just does love this medium and does actually genuinely respect the people who make this stuff, 
I look at people like, what if that was you? What if you just, and, and, and like you said, oh, he's not going to see the creator. What if a friend sees it? What if a family member sees it? What if a, all these things that you guys do, and I believe in energy, you know, I'm one of them people. I'm one of them chocolate, you know, I'm one of them folks. So all this energy y'all put out there is just so negative, and then y'all want to twist the energy wave so quickly when someone dies, which is why we call it necromancy. You kind of get what I'm saying? It, it's so insane. It's, it's scary because I know myself. Lord, oh my gosh, whenever Togashi passes 100 million years from now, right? <laughs> 100 million years from now. I don't want to see any of you that I've that I seen who I literally have even gotten into, even people who I can claim I'm friends with, who I've gotten into altercations with online over them doing this dumb shit. I don't want to see you talk about Togashi being this great. I don't want to see it from you. Because when I was telling you don't do that, you were telling me I was taking it too seriously. Don't do that. That's not fair. Because now, because you tried to paint me crazy, and now you want to be the, oh, da, 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 da. that's so not cool, y'all. Like, y'all don't even understand. Yeah, it's easier to talk not. about people when they're gone. Right. And, yeah, and that's what makes it so sick. You're so sick to me. I, I hate it. Because I, I, I love, I just, I love these people, right? And I think that's why it is, and, you know, really cool to me that I don't treat them as gods. I don't treat them as like perfect people. So if I hear something bad about a mangaka I love, it's kind of like damn, why'd you do that? Okay. Idiot. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a tightrope. I mean, it's, it's easy to get swept up into this guy created the thing that I like, so I have to like this guy. And on the other end of that is this guy created the thing that I like and I don't really care about the guy, right? So if he's sick in the hospital, I'm not, doesn't affect me, but I'm not getting chapters, right? Right. Or if this guy's sick in the hospital, oh my God, the world is ending. I'm so sad, right? And I kind of exist in the middle of that where, you know, it's a bad thing because that's a human, but I separate that from the reality of like the art, you know? The body wasn't even cold before people were asking about the end of Berserk, like what the plan was. What the fuck? Oh my God. <laughs> so it's just, I think it's a tricky thing. And it, it kind of all ties into uh, parasocial relationships and, and like contract theory where it comes to like business and expecting things from people who create things. And I think that a lot of people are not. Uh, mature enough to have a good understanding of how they should navigate that space because it is a complicated thing, at least in the sense of you have to be very aware of of yourself and and how you're you're kind of interacting with these things, right? People always Did say you- like don't separate the art from the artist or or whatever it is, but I mean, in a sense, that 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 might be the solution. You were about to ask okay. a question. Yeah, I just wanted to know. So, how do you think, like creators? Like, do you think that's do you think that's why a lot of them aren't as you know, like in tune with social media or or well, you're seeing it. You're seeing it a lot in the lens of. I think a lot of people in your space see it in the lens of like mangaka are not very public people, but that's always kind of been the case. It's never yeah, changed. Yeah. It's never changed, right? That's yeah. I, I I want to say that that's a cultural thing, 
um, to not so. kind of bathe in the spotlight and, and they want to be very private people. Um, but it is also just an extension of how we view celebrity in society, right? Celebrity in America, celebrity in the UK, celebrity in Africa. These are all kind of the same thing. I think these guys and, and girls um, in Japan who create these, these books um, are kind of just getting ahead of that, right? Trying to prevent people from fucking showing up at their house or like constantly DMing them on Twitter or like fucking all this like stand culture bullshit that has been on the rise in the past 10 years. Um, that would be my guess. But the, the effect it has on the creator is insanely stressful. One, expectation, especially for these guys that are on a weekly schedule, right? Not even the guys that are on a monthly schedule, because that's still insane. I mean, you're, it, it's, people think the monthly schedule is healthier, but the way that it works, at least as I understand it, is a weekly chapter, let's say, is like 14 pages. A monthly chapter could be like 59 pages. So it's the yeah. same amount of work just scaled up, right? You're, you're kind of extending it. Um, but it's a crushing expectation. I mean, no other, no other medium that I can think of functions that way. Not a single one right. has that expectation put on the creator on such a tight constraint and with such visceral hunger from the people. Good example. I don't think the world is going to end if Saturday Night Live skips a week. I'm presuming it's still <laughs> weekly. Right. Um, right. But they do all of that work in a week. They write all the skits, they get all the crap together, and they do it. They do it every Saturday. At least that's how they used to do it. Um, whereas, like, these, these mangaka, like, it's fucking intense i mean that that image of of oda's work schedule always goes always makes the rounds whenever people suddenly feel like having this conversation and he has like three hours like a day to just like not do stuff so and that's usually spent sleeping so yeah he maybe has like two free out two free hours a week and like two like th three to four hours a day where he can spend like either sleeping or eating Mm -hmm. so the the toll it takes on the creator is extraordinary it's actually not talked about enough for for my liking and this is kind of why my consumption of this particular section of this particular medium has declined um because i i i don't know if i am insanely comfortable with the idea of having a weekly shonen jump subscription anymore just don't know okay. if i can personally do it um, because these guys are, are killing themselves. And I think that the fan reaction is usually understanding, but that understanding is all, almost always conditional uh, upon length of time or reason, right? Um, right. If, if, if Horikoshi came out tomorrow and said, I am taking a five-month break from My Hero Academia, I am not in love with this story anymore. I've lost the passion. I'm totally fine health-wise, but I'm taking a break and the magazine's going to allow me to continue in like five to six months. I, should, I would never be so presumptuous as to assume I would know the fan reaction. My only point is I would be interested to see the fan reaction and kind of like how long 
it lasts, right? right? How long that patience is given, how long that reverence is extended for. Like, is mm-hmm. six months the magic number, or is like after a year of like, I'm still not in it, guys, like I'm taking more time, like, would that kind of devolve into jokes or ridicule? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, I I think that I think that this deal is is harder on the creator than it is on the consumer. The consumer, tough shit. You don't get a fucking chapter little story for another week. Like, grow up, deal with it. Like, this guy is works. You know, a hundred hour weeks. Um, the the. The consumer has to deal with not getting chapters, but the creator has to deal with an already daunting work schedule plus like expectation, right? right? Whether or not Horikoshi has Twitter or Kubo or Oda or whoever, these are private people. I mean, no one is going to fool Oda into thinking that nobody is excited for his next chapter. He's it's like the best selling thing in the world or like one of them at least. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he knows the demand is there. I'm sure there's a tremendous amount of pressure placed on him by staff, you know, at Shonen Jump uh, and his like editors and all this shit, right. To get stuff out mm-hmm. and to meet deadlines. Like that's how a project works. Right. I'm sure they work at a page at a time and kind of put it all together. Um, and, and so the, the, the drain and the strain and the, you know, pressure is, is, way over here on the scale balance right we're not really feeling any of that so all we're doing is contributing to a already fucking hard deal for these guys who are basically like chained to a desk for their whole lives right and that's kind of why i find that's why i always support you know in terms of like buying like you know their their works from like if they have private websites or even from amazon where they post links like recently, I started reading a um a new manga, and the mangaka only has like seventeen hundred followers on Twitter. But you know, I just found them actually doing research on the actual manga and with Japanese, you know, links and all of that stuff, and found them and followed them. And so when they posted links of they like, hey, you know, pre-order my first volume of my first manga ever. I was like, okay, I'm gonna you know buy it, buy it, post it, buying it. They retweeting it, liking it, you know they. You know, many conversation in English. I just find that I, I do find that aspect really cool. Where now in this 21st century, you know, saying realm where we I can tap into that degree with people across the world and new creators and things like that. Even though I don't want them to be too open because I don't want no fool, you know, messing with them and you know trolling them and stuff like that. But um, I I do find stuff like that really cool. But then, like you said, when people have this, how we can't really we can't change anything. We don't. All we're doing is really contributing. It makes it so weird to me when people like Togashi are so um, blatant about what's going on. Like, I don't know if you know about exactly how Togashi went about, you know, everything going on with him, but he kind of was the rebellious, you know, 20 year old. You kind of get what I'm saying? When he was going through what he was going through, he was saying stuff that he wasn't supposed to be saying, you know, and maybe that. Maybe there's some energy out there that was that makes tries to make him look like the the black sheep for a reason because he was doing those things, but he was saying stuff like they're locking Mangaki in offices. You know, like right. he's he's exposing, he's saying stuff like he's not really quote unquote supposed to be saying. Like he he's telling 
like it's so funny you brought up the example of Kim um, Horikoshi saying he's lost passion. He wanted to do that with Yu Yu Hakusho. He told Shoisha, I don't like what's going on anymore with this. Can I take a break? Kill all the characters and just are just ended. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can I do here? And they were like, no, we need you to pump out at least one more volume and then maybe you can end it. And he's like, uh, okay. And he's 23. You know what I'm saying? And people talk about Hunter Hunter and him going through everything through Hunter Hunter, but the health issues started with Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Hakusho went forth, I want to say 174 chapters, not one week missed. Not one. So, and yeah, and I would argue it probably probably developed as a result of that, whatever later, underlying but then Yeah. It makes it's even it's even more beautiful because I just love the fact you said well documented because it's so true. Because even he has even has assistants who, who worked for Yu Hakusho, who one assistant specifically made him his own little manga where he talked about being Togashi's assistant. And I love reading it um, because he really is bigging up Togashi the whole time and talks about how Togashi was unlike any other mangaka he was an assistant for because he kind of was doing things he wasn't supposed to be doing, quote-unquote, which probably contributed to his health issues where the assistant messes up, messes up backgrounds or messes up characters or something like that. And instead of making them go back and do it, he goes, oh, don't worry, I'll handle it. And the deadline's tomorrow. So he's up all night fixing mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, He's giving them an extra 15-minute lunch break because he don't want to tell them that he wants to add something to the thing and don't want to stress them out. And, you know, and it's, it's, this, it's this thing where I kind of can't help but get more respect for him because I'm seeing his empathy. I'm learning more about who he was as a creator with these people. And you start to see that he was so passionate about what he was doing that that it makes you start to wonder, is that what's going on with a lot of them? Is that it is a strenuous process, but do they genuinely enjoy what they're doing? Like, you know, like, it, it's so weird. It's like, I want to know, it's, you want to know more about what they're thinking and what they're going through. But like you said, they're such private people as they should be, you know what I'm saying? As, I, as they rightfully should be, you know? And so it just blows my mind because knowing that an assistant can draw a chapter of when he walked in one day from getting lunch and Togashi's laying on the ground and he's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm drawing. I, my back has been hurting all day. And instead of right. just saying, maybe I should take a break, he's like, no, I'm going to keep doing this. So for the next month, he's been drawing weekly Yu Yu Hakusho while laying on the ground. And, <laughs> and it's like, how can you, and it's like, you can't know this. I don't know how you know this information and then go make a joke. You, like, I don't, I, for me, this doesn't make. Well, it doesn't I mean, feel it's because right they're it's because they're across the world, and you know that they're not real people to these guys. I mean, that's really the end of it. I mean, yeah. Uh, another good example, a really good example of this in in recent American culture is Zack Snyder. Oh wow! Um, like when he stepped away from Justice League originally. Uh, it was because his uh, daughter passed away. I, I, I don't exactly remember. I think she committed suicide, but I. Oh wow! I, I know that. Could be getting that wrong. Um, okay. She passed away. Right. Um, and that was why he stepped away from the Justice League, which later became, you know, Joss Whedon and WB's kind of like two-hour horrible movie. Um, and he's never seen it to this day. 
um, when he stepped away, he was like, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, it sucks to give up this job that I was excited about and that I want to do. But, you know, personal personal time comes first. And, of course, the response was very supportive, you know, as people are, because that's a serious thing that happens, right? People are supportive. But literally, like, a, you know, a year later, right, when when he, you know, all the Snyder Cut stuff started up that he had no part in, it was oh, kind of really? related. Yeah, he had no part in that. It started trending. Yeah, it started trending like one day, and he had nothing to do with it. Um, he had kind of just given it up. He was like, "Whatever." And then, like, once it got released, it was like, you know, the trailer came out where you know it's all it's very Zack Snyder, it's very artsy fartsy, and like deep and deifying these superheroes. And everybody was like, "Oh, Zack Snyder's a hack!" Like. Let's talk about why 300 was bad all of a sudden or why Watchmen was bad all of a sudden. He's just a shithead. He's just an asshole. Fuck, fuck Zack Snyder, blah, 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 blah. And like, I think that that's a good example. Like the energy just vanishes, right? It, when it's not convenient or it's not um, socially accepted to, 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 to be like that. You know, as soon as I, I can get in on, on jumping up and down on somebody, I'm going to do it. Um, and of course he's not a real person. It's not real. It's not like I know him, you know, so he's, he just Zack Snyder. he's just Zack Snyder. Yeah. He's just a shithead. Yeah. You know, so. he just makes movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's yeah. just a guy who thinks he's important. Fuck him. Um, right. even, though so, I, even though I tune into everything he does, he thinks he's important, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I think that that, I think that's a good example of like somebody that's kind of been through the ringer in the same way. Um, because he put himself out there and was like, this is why I'm stepping away. He was given that credibility, right? And he was given that respect to do it from, from even people who don't like his work, you know? Um, but that kind of faded away after time. So it's kind of like the reverse, right? Of, of somebody like uh, Togashi, you know, Togashi hasn't really come back. He's still kind of the subject of all of this stuff, but um when Tagashi comes back, it's probably going to be with open arms. Zack Snyder oh, came back. Oh, like, fuck, fuck you, dude. Like, we hate you. Like, you suck. Because cause yeah. your daughter's not fresh dead anymore. Like, we're going to start making fun of you again. That's so um, terrible. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, it's just, an. I think it's a, it, like I said, it's, it's way harder on the creator. I mean, because who cares what all these, like, snapping turtle little fans want to see? I don't exactly. care. I don't give a shit. I don't like. Yeah, but, like, and I don't want to, I don't want to come off like I care immensely about like being super nice to creators all the time. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't, it's not like I think we should just go like around harassing people, but it's not like something I place like great moral value on is like how respectful you are about people who can't see what you say. But I just think that a little consistency wouldn't kill people. Like Last if you're going right. to, if you're going to be like, Hey dude, take your time. Don't worry about it. You said that shit. So you kind of should probably hold to it. Like if you say take your time, they're taking their time. I mean, you said they should take their time and feel better. He doesn't feel better yet. So he's not coming back yet. It's that simple. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, you know? and I'm, in the, I'm kind of in the, I'm in the, I'm the extremist of where I'm just like, I don't even want it. If like, you're not in it or like, you know, or you, you just don't feel yeah. like if Togashi was like, Hey, you guys, like, it's been like two years and I'm I'm not really feeling it, but I'm finna drop chapters. I'm gonna be like some nah, you can hold that. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I I remember when um, Miura passed away. It wasn't that long ago, so I don't, you know, it doesn't take that much work to remember it. But I had I thought of something that I had said like a year before, where I was talking to somebody and I was like, I don't really care about Berserk anymore. Uh, I care about what I've read, right? But I don't care about new stuff. It's not important to me. Like he yeah. hasn't dropped one in a while. I'm not. I'm tired of you know getting disappointed that there isn't a new one right so i don't really care about it that much anymore i I still love it and it's great and it's fantastic it's in the zeitgeist all that shit but it's not it's not something i'm like super passionate about um i remember people oh like you're giving up on the blah 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 and i was like it's not that it's just like i you know i don't want to contribute to these like giant expectations right? right Right. And you know when he had passed away, I was like, God, the like that was probably like outside of just like briefly commenting on like somebody's read through. I feel like that was like the last time I like really talked about like current berserk was me saying like I don't really care, and like I didn't yeah. feel guilty about it obviously because I wouldn't. Um, but it was just like an interesting thing is like that that it had been that long before I had like really since I had really kind of looked inside and been like, well. What am I expecting out? Of, why am I expecting this out of this guy? Right? It, does he owe me anything? No, not really. Right. So yeah. that's just kind of the way I look at it. You know, it's always it's always it's always harder on the artist and consumers, fans, whatever you want to call them, are generally respectful and patient until they're not. Yep, I agree. I had the same feeling with Togashi. I said I was like, hey, when Hunter Hunter comes back, is whatever. You're 58 years old, bro. <laughs> you know, do you? Um, but I'm glad you. I, I really wanted to get your. You know, I'm glad I asked you those questions and get your input on it because I wasn't sure you have a much more rounded, you know, grounded and rounded mindset with that type of stuff. And I just, because me, I feel like I had more of a biased look. Where I'm more so like, I'm I'm on the let them do what the hell they're doing thing. So I wasn't really fully, you know, I'm not understanding what is causing that. I'm also just looking at it as y'all just some shitty people, bro. I don't know if it's all shitty people. I mean, I'm sure they exist, right? Of course they do. Right. But I think a lot of it is just uh, it's a depersonalization of of a creator, you know, and it, these name these named but faceless guys um, like, I don't know what Tagashi looks like. I don't know what fucking whoever looks like there's like two pictures of kubo out there there's like two pictures of oda out there and they're not recent um you know so it's a depersonalization and it it, it's kind of like a twisted contractual feeling right that that i'm owed a page i'm owed a chapter or something like that and i i think that it's getting better to you know to at least end on a high note i do think that it's getting better uh, I think people are a lot more understanding than they used to be. I mean, way back in the day, if like Oda took a break or um, Shimabukuro, the mangaka for Toriko, like took a couple high breaks. Um, <laughs> and, you know, like generally people were way less okay with that back in the day if there wasn't a good reason, you know, what we would deem a good reason, right? Um, but I think it's gotten a lot better. I think they, you know, Oda takes a couple of weeks off or he takes like a two week break and and people are like, no one piece this week sucks, but whatever, like, fine, we'll, we'll see you back for another cool chapter of Wano or something like that. So, um, I, I don't see as much Togashi rhetoric nowadays, of course, you know, I think it has, I, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that the, the other big pinata 
for hiatus jokes, you know, died. Uh, right. I think that has something to do with it, but I'm a consequentialist. So like, I, I like the outcomes. I, I don't really care so much as to the intent, you know, is it a little dishonest to kind of change your act as soon as the, the, you know, thing happened? Sure. But exactly. I, oh, at the end of the day, the behavior yeah, right. So, I'm glad you got me yeah, waking up. Right. Yeah, I can appreciate the behavior changing without uh, attributing ill intent to it. Mm-hmm. Understandable. So, so like you said, to end on a higher note, we've been at it for a while now. What characters you out here loving currently, or loving the past, or what shows would you say, or manga would you say that you just you are loving that you just you put me under the sumo one? That shit is. If you have not read, please. What's the name again? Inomaru Sumo. Okay, that's look. I, I I struggle with names. I read too much manga. That's my problem. I sometimes forget mm-hmm. names. But that shit is that that generally is, was such a good read just because I didn't know shit about sumo, so it's a new sport going into, you know. So you're learning about a whole new sport, but then it's an underdog story. You know, it's it's a underdog that also has this has has talent, but to really make that talent shine, they have to work hard. And I just really love shit like that. Like it's this, it's that mix of like. Yeah, yeah, he's talented. Yeah, sure. But he's still going to put that work in, bro. He's not going to just get it, you know? Yeah, and but I like I, it's about a sport that nobody really cares about in the West. Like, sumo is not right. popular over here, and it's actually not as popular as it used to be in Japan. Um, so it, it was. it's just a very cool, creative, fun take on, like, a sports manga. I mean, it's very comparable to Haikyuu, I think, in a sense. Uh, there's a lot of those themes and, and feelings yeah. there as well. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm kind of a normie. I think the most like out there, unexpected one is probably like Toriko. I mean, it's still in the Battle Shonen neighborhood, but it's yeah. not as popular and like well loved in the West. Like, not many people know about it. Um, that's like my favorite manga ever. It's probably never gonna not be. Uh, the creator's kind of a piece of crap, but I mean, no ethical consumption under capitalism. Am I right, fellas? Um, so you know that that's my favorite thing is is Toriko. I love that. You know, I fucking love that whole story. There's, I have like any critiques I have are like super minor, and it's just a great, enjoyable fucking ride uh, at the surface, right? And if you want something a little deeper it's there as well tons of great philosophy tons of great geopolitics social uh, sociology um it's and and religion and all of that cool shit so it's a very fascinating story uh you know Torico is a great character I, I mean there's about 700 in that fucking series that i could talk about for being so awesome um i really like dragon ball i like one piece a lot at one point one piece was like my thing it was my favorite um yeah i mean i i like i said i i, I kind of been around bebop sailor moon love me some sailor moon <laughs> so good bro oh my god um and then like outside of of anime and shit like one of my favorite fictional characters in, of all time is is sherlock holmes that's my fucking boy so, um and then like peter parker spider-man so i mean you no know, i kind of have a varied interest in that sense when is um when is that third movie coming for Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey? Fucking idea, dude. Okay, because I because that a, was a real teaser, wasn't that? But that was a yeah, real thing. Yeah, so okay. twenty. It was originally supposed to already be out. Um, it was supposed to come out in 
early 2021, but then they pushed it back and then they pushed it back again. So it's just kind of like in production hell right now, but it is going to get made. It is going to come out and I'm sure it's going to be a great time, even though the director is changing, but. Okay. Um, okay. It used to be Guy Ritchie who's, who does a lot of like really cool and interesting, um, like actiony flicks like he used to make a lot of crime movies and like set in britain he made the a movie recently called the gentleman which is fantastic if you haven't seen it you should check it out um but now it's going to be dexter fletcher who most recently directed a rocket man the elton john biopic which was a really good movie so um yes i mean that's like and again this is just one of those things where for me like do i really come out yes but like can i wait as long as i need to like absolutely like i get it like covid fucked everybody in the movie yeah. industry like it's gonna take as long as it takes so yeah i'm not a waiter anymore i i i don't i don't i don't really get excited for shit anymore i'm kind of worried about that but uh nothing like keeps me up at night like i literally can't wait for this thing it's killing me like i, I just i'm like eh, i'll get it when i get it and i'm sure it'll be you cool. know, i'm like in this balance of where i'm like oh i like I can't wait for this shit, but it's not like dwelling in the back of my head. Does that make sense? Like, I, like, yeah. if, like if I like if I like get on Twitter and I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, when that comes, oh, I want it. Yeah, like, I get that. I get like weird little spells of it sometimes. Yeah, like oh, I need this in my hands right now, and then like uh, two minutes will go by, and I'm like, wait, what was I? Whatever. <laughs> I, I don't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> I, do, I do that with Jujutsu Kaisen all the time. Like, you know, because that's my main thing. Everybody knows that for me here. And everybody knows I love Jujutsu Kaisen, like, so, so much. But, you know, yeah, you're not going to walk around here and see me, like, making Jujutsu Kaisen references every damn day or in my, like, regular conversations of life. But the moment something Jujutsu Kaisen related comes around, you're going to see me light up. And that's kind of what I am with everything, like, that I'm kind of passionate about. I'm more so, like... It's not really in the my, my, on my mind until it's there. You know what I'm saying? But it is the, on my mind. It's weird. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. Really yeah, for like sure. I, yeah, I, I don't. It's because I never, even as a kid, I never really had that feeling of like, oh, I, I can't, I can't wait for this. But I was also like, always was like, whenever it came, I was like, okay, it's here now. So like, leave me alone. Like you know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm about to do this now. And then when I'm done with it, I'm done with it. So. But I, I understand that I definitely do. But I just, I know this isn't anime and manga, but I just really, I'm just going to go, because I'm really going to spit this for the people listening to. The Nevers, bro, I need you on that. Like, when I tell you I need you on that, bro, I just really in the watch you. list. Man, whenever you, it could be a year from now, bro. I hope you buy the second part's out. It's we've got to, we've got to finish, uh, we got to finish the new Lucifer episodes. And then um, once we start watching Loki weekly, we'll need a new like binge oh. thing. So Lucifer's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. I, yes, Lucifer's good. I, uh, it's not what, it's not always everything I want it to be. Okay. Um, but it, it is a good time. It's a very goofy show. I don't know if you're familiar with the premise. Um, um I, I just know it is genuinely about Lucifer being on yeah, Earth. Yeah, he's just know. the devil. Like he just yeah. he just leaves he just leaves hell because he's bored. Uh and he, he like kind of runs away and like goes to LA and like kind of lives his life and becomes like a nightclub owner and he like does people favors right where 
you know, they come to him and they're like, I want to be a movie star. He makes that happen with the expectation that later on he can call that favor in. Um, and like the framing of him as he's not like Satan, he's not like evil. He's not an evil guy. Right. He just doesn't like liars and he believes that people should be punished. Um, but it dives deeper into his like psyche and all that stuff. There's like five seasons. It's really good, but it is also kind of wrapped into you know, because it's an American TV show on at 8 p.m., I guess they have to make it a cop show. So he consults for the LAPD and like solving murders. And it's very it's like kind of annoying that it's like, why is that a thing? Um, but it does lead to some like enjoyable moments, like, you know, a suspect trying to drive away in their car and he just grabs the bumper and it can't move. Like, it's like fun stuff like that, you know, because okay. he's the devil. Um, yeah. But it's a good show. And like later on, that becomes less and less the forefront. It, it the the detective crap takes like a backseat and it becomes more about the heaven and hell shit that's going on. But it's okay. very weird. It's adapted from Sandman, the Sandman comic, if you've ever heard oh, of it. Oh, I have heard of that. Okay. Yeah. It's based on that Lucifer. Okay. Um, okay. but it's not it's nothing like <laughs> it's nothing like the comic. okay uh the real main draw of the show is tom ellis the guy that plays lucifer is like insane he's insanely good at he's an insanely good actor like he's fantastic to watch he's so captivating which is fitting he's playing the fucking devil well that's that's what i like to hear okay yeah i I mean that's that's what i'm on right now currently and like we're we're not doing a great job of burning through the episodes, which is good. It's good and bad. We're not binging it in two days, but we, uh, we haven't watched in a couple. So. Right. Cause I always wanted to get into it. You know, I like kind of stuff in that regard. I'm like, I love supernatural. My friend got me into supernatural. I love supernatural, Buffy vampire slayer angel. You know about those. Cause we kind of connected on those as well. Yeah. Um, I got to rewatch. I got to rewatch Grimm. I haven't, um, I've watched like yeah. If you and... if you like grim, if you like supernatural, and angel, I feel like this is probably right up your alley. Okay, cool. Yeah. Perfect. Because I always wanted to try. I just was like worried that it wouldn't be what I because I'm I am looking at it with that lens, and I was worried it wouldn't be that lens. No, yeah, I think that's a pretty. Like... I think that's a pretty fitting comparison for sure. Okay, cool. Well, that sounds great. That sounds great. I'll be checking it out tonight then because I need something new live action. It's all on Netflix. It is on Netflix. Okay, I'm taking my grandma account. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, But um, I really appreciate you coming by, Neo. This was an amazing conversation. I I loved it. I hope you enjoyed it. I really did. I had a good time. Yeah, it was interesting. Good, good. Um, So anyone here, like I said, this is me, Doncho. I'm so glad you guys came in. If you guys are not part of my Patreon, like I said in the beginning, please check that out, you guys. It's only $1 a month. You're going to get all the content from me. I ain't nobody special. I ain't doing nothing cool, but I love to do a whole bunch of extra stuff outside Jujutsu Kaisen the channel because, you know, YouTube analytics, I got to do Jujutsu Kaisen right now so my channel grow. You know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I would love that support. And like and subscribe. Like that. Man, you got to like and subscribe. Click the bell. You got to follow me on Twitter because you're going to get some nice political tweets. Don't go for the anime. Go for the political tweets. They're hilarious. They're genius. Equal parts, politics, equal parts, insanity, and yes. a little bit of a little dash of shit posting. If, if you want to know, if you want to meet the guy who didn't know the name of the, of the dog on the Cheeto bag, <laughs> this That's is right. the guy. <laughs> this is the guy right here. But...
This is going to be our closing, you guys. Once again, thank you so much for coming by to the first ever Dante Domain podcast. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, night, or whenever you guys check that out. Peace.